show i'm cody along with me is heath and we're talking about flat earth and it's not flat talking about the flat earth theory but we'll talk about it we're 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 gonna we're gonna see what what they got to say we'll talk about it and actually so flat earth is where we're going we're gonna we're gonna start with uh some history here we're gonna jump back a little bit before we jump in um but and we're going all the way back to 500 BC, Mr. Pythagoras. Mm. But 500 BC, Pythagoras first proposed that the Earth was round and based this idea on the fact that the moon must be round by observing the shape of the pteranometer or the line between the part of the moon in light and the part in dark as it moved through its orbital cycle. He reasoned that. Because the moon was round, the earth must be round as well. And around 350 BC, Aristotle declared that the earth was a sphere based on observations made about visible constellations as you traveled further from the equator. Now, up until this point, it was believed that the earth was flat and that there had to be an end to the world. It has been widely accepted that the earth is a sphere. Pretty much ever since. In recent years, there has been a resurgence of the flat earth theory, though. And a lot of this theory revolves around the fact that every photo and video taken uses a fisheye lens. And that causes a curvature of a horizontal plane. And the fact that all of the photos of the earth from space are actually CGI. But that's true. Like all, all the photos that we have from oh, space. Did you take the photo, Cody? <laughs> Well, all, no, all then how do you know? All the photos of Earth and NASA said they're, they're CGI. Do you work at NASA, Cody? I don't work at NASA. Then how do you know? But what is the flat Earth theory is what we're going to get into okay. to kind of start off here. There we go. So the flat Earth theory is the conception that the Earth is shaped like a plane or disc and that the idea was first seen in ancient cultures, including the Romans, until the classical period. Modern theorists believe that the Earth being round is actually a lie put out by the government and that they suggest the Earth doesn't orbit the sun but instead is in a fixed or but instead is fixed to a mobile in space. Now many theories rely on literal interpretations from biblical scripture, and the theory has gained a lot of traction and risen in popularity due to social media and theorists having a large platform to share their beliefs. One of the most popular discussions, um, or one of the most popular discussion topics around this is Antarctica, more specifically the Antarctic Treaty. It's believed that the treaty prohibits people from entering Antarctica and that it is guarded by military to prevent people's arrival. So there is a no-fly and no-sail uh, area around Antarctica. Uh, it's widely believed that Antarctica is the ice wall that holds the world in. And they point to um, world maps as a reference in most cases. 
and the fact that they aren't to scale. So when you look at a globe or you look at a world map or anything, it's not to scale. The countries aren't to scale. And they also point to uh, there's a map that's a, it's a thousand year old map that actually shows lands beyond that of which we know. And Admiral Richard Byrd visited Antarctica uh, during Operation High Jump and upon his return performed a few radio and TV interviews. And in his own words, he said that there was a secret landmass the size of America beyond the South Pole. Now, this old map is very interesting because it does show the four corners that are mentioned in the Bible in Revelation 7-1, where it says, After this, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back its four winds so that no wind would blow on land or seas or on any tree. You know, many movies also support the map as well, and they show us um, inside a delim- they show us inside a delimited area, but beyond is more land. A good example of this is the movie The Giver, where they're contained in a single place, and upon breaking out, all of the knowledge of the world is returned to the people or enlightenment. But why, why, why would governments want to do this? That's the biggest question. Why? Well, a simple answer would be money. Money! Because you limit the amount of space and resources that you can make, it seems more scarce, and in return, it's more valuable. So, it would, like, it oh, would make okay. sense. You know, if you had... A very small portion, sure. Right, but if you limit the resources, you limit the amount of space available, then you do have the potential to make more money because that space and resources do become more valuable because they're in a limited supply. So on that other land, there must be gas that's already ready to get, uh, pharmaceuticals and housing and clothing just sitting there ripe for the picking. The belief would be that uh, once you got outside of our, you know, containment area, that we're in, that there are more lands available and more resources. So it may not necessarily be readily available, but it's, you know, ripe for the picking. Interesting. Now, some of the strongest arguments that um, the flat earth theory I'm trying real hard to have an open mind. I really am. Uh, It's interesting. But I'm going to pick it apart. But uh, some of the strongest arguments are the NASA hoax. So NASA's landing on the moon being fake, photos taken from space, fake. Um, Astronauts sometimes need to be in space, deployed in the studio, in the world, sometimes suddenly disappearing. Um, In the International Space Station, sometimes displayed without gloves outside of the station and, you know, some other things. And so when you watch... What they're talking about here is when you watch, when they're doing interviews on the International Space Station and stuff, you will see some glitches in the the footage where it looks like part of somebody disappears. And um, there's one that I can think of off the top of my head that's very apparent is uh, the guy, he's kind of like floating through and he goes up towards the top to get a ball and like the top half of his head disappears ah. and then reappears oh. like a, like a green screen. Yeah. Okay. And there's a lot of footage and stuff when they're doing these interviews where it looks like they reach over and they'll grab a wire where somebody's connected to a harness to hold them up and, you know, different stuff like that. And 
there's even video of them like using tools and stuff and dropping a tool and the tool falling oh, instead crap, of floating. Again. And, you know, there's there's a bunch of different stuff like that. Turn the gravity on, Greg. So in the space aspect of it, because we talked about that a little bit with the moon landing mm-hmm. and, you know, can we actually even get outside of the Earth's, you know. Good starting point. I'll give them that. But even with that, you know, you look at the firmament, and it's talked about in the Bible. It is. It's discussed as us basically being like a snow globe to an extent. And uh, when you watch, and this has been coming up a lot here recently with a lot of the SpaceX launches and how odd one of them looked, and they're saying that the rocket crashed into the firmament. Right. So it's believed that, you know, we're basically in this bubble that we can't get out of. And there, there's some things that are kind of interesting. Elon Musk will tell us when it comes to that. But the map that they're talking about, that thousand year old map. So when you look at our maps today and our globes and things, none of it's to scale, which would make sense because there are some islands and some countries and stuff Mm -hmm. that are very small that if you put it to scale on a map, that would just be like a pin dot. Right. So you you know, blow it up a little bit. So it, it makes sense to that. but. They talk about Antarctica and looking at the older map and I, and on the older maps, Antarctica actually looks like it creates a ring around all of the land masses that we know today. And outside of that are a bunch of other lands. I think if there's like maybe seven other continents or something like that that are displayed on this map. Gangers. Well, it's uh, they're on uh, you know it's outside of this ring, and the Antarctica thing is interesting. Um, because you do have the Antarctic Treaty, which I think it's a hundred and hundred and twenty or hundred and eighty countries. A lot, anyway. Um, that signed it, and the theories that go with that—that that, you know, no military bases are to be built in Antarctica. It's only for research. But why? They're letting Captain America thaw slowly. Well, they. They do. There are some theories that uh, the access to Hollow Earth is mm-hmm. there. Yeah, the hole. Yep. So, can't you find that on Google Maps, like the ginormous hole? Well, there's a lot of interesting things that you can find in Antarctica on Google Maps. Yeah. Um, one of them is that there's a lake that freezes over and thaws every so many years, and at one point it was like the size of Maryland. This hole was that thaws out, and it thaws out in the center of this lake. And then it'll freeze back over. But that's the belief there. Now, another thing that they kind of pull from is gravity itself. Okay. Um, The impulse, this is in their words, the way they've got it written out here. The impulse of mass gravity, independence of gravitational acceleration can be destroyed by the demonstration of a simple helium balloon. According to uh, globular science, the acceleration of any material is independent from mass. A stone, wood, or steel falls in the same time from the same height. But when uh, issue comes to helium, gravity forgets to work. Actually, because falling down is not caused by gravity. If something heavier than air, you know, if something is heavier than air, it falls. If something lighter than air, it moves upward. Everything related with something heavier or lighter than air. So they're looking at density. 
sure. and you look at water and that's what they're they're basically saying like gravity's not you know newton no they're basically just saying no so their argument is that if it's heavier than air then it has to fall right so they're saying that it's not gravity that's holding you it's density and because things are heavier than the air it stays put so maybe i'm not understanding or maybe i'm about to make this argument weird but how would a plane fly because it's heavier than air how would a rocket ship even if it doesn't let's argue that it doesn't pass that well you've got you know you've got propulsion and okay, you know so dynamics and things like that balloons have propulsion well they don't really have propulsion it's just the substance in it is lighter than air or does it have propulsion through the substance in it it might i don't know i don't know either it's a little above my pay grade me too. I'm not a scientist, and I probably sound really dumb to a scientist. Right now. But you know, they're they're basically saying that um, Earth works the way that water works. You know, you put a Except rock in water, dense, it, drops, it sinks. Even less dense the water. Works. Right. So they're saying basically saying that gravity isn't a thing. We live on a flat plane, and it's based on density. Yeah, no, lost me with that one. That's 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 the theory with that one. Now, another one that kind of pulls into this is uh, the fact that we're moving at Mach 80 while orbiting the sun and rotating, but the stars and constellations never change. We only ever see one side of the moon. So, <clears throat> and it, it, this one does kind of make a little bit of sense because you would think if we're moving through the universe at Mach 80 while rotating and orbiting the sun, Yet the North Star is always in the same spot. All of our constellations are always in the same spots. You can go out and you can look and you can see the constellations. They don't ever change where they are. And we only see one side of the moon. Because of its rotation right. matches ours perfectly. So that's the argument there. That if we were actually... That's the better of the arguments for sure. I agree. That's hard to, my brain doesn't, my brain, you know, capacity to can't pass the point of trying to make sense of that. Because if, if, if the universe is ever expanding, like it's supposed to be, and we're moving through the universe at Mach 80, like we're supposed to be, while rotating and spinning around the sun, you would, you would think that constellations would change or it's also spinning right but that's the thing is if if it's ever expanding if it's expanding at the same rate that we're moving then it wouldn't would it if it's d i don't know i don't i I feel like i'm gonna sound really dumb but you gotta think the constellations that we have are the same constellations that we've had for thousands of years yeah no okay yeah you know so you would think if we're moving that fast through the universe while spinning and rotating that they would at least change or we would have new ones. You know, you would think, I don't know. Like I'm trying to picture it. Like I'm sitting in the chair, it's a spinning chair. And if I look up and I start spinning, your ceiling's not going to change. No, but if you start rotating around this room and you're also moving, but is the room moving at the same rate of speed? Pick and, up your house and spin it, the ceiling doesn't change. Right. 
I'm still going to see the same spot. So your light right. fixture is still going to be right there. Every but time. that's a fixed point. So maybe there's a fixed point space that stays above us. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I feel so dumb. <laughs> I feel so stupid right now. It's one of those things. It's like it's. It's a compelling theory. I feel like there's another podcast of really smart people. Like in this week's dumbass of the, <laughs> excuse my language. Sorry, mom. In this week's stupid person of the day, we have Heath from Ready Conspiracy One who thinks the stars don't move. It would just, it would just be this so podcast dumb. as a whole. <laughs> but then they talk about the vacuum effect of space. Now, the power of uh, vacuum is uh, one of the most powerful within the known natural forces. And it may seem low in theory, but it is practically high. And you can carry a 300-pound glass with two vacuum holders and a hand size. Now, but there's no answer as to why space, why the space that created the vacuum effect does not vacuum the atmosphere because it is a space. Now, wording-wise, it's yes. weird. So, basically, it's like, you know, why isn't it pulling things to it if it's sure. a vacuum, you know? Yeah, that's, that's a good one. So. Well, where does the vacuum stop? Where does it stop? Right. Why is it over there and over here? What, what allows it to move some things and not others? And then you have all objective observations uh, made reveal that the world has no necessary curvature. So when you look at these um, pictures over vast distances from very high up, nine times out of ten, they use a fisheye lens. Now, granted, this gives you a larger surface area that you can look at. But it forces the curve. to. Yeah, but it does give curvature. And there are a lot of um, civilian like balloons that go up that have cameras and things. They go up to really great heights and take video on pictures there's no and there's no curvature. I feel like you have to go really, 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 really like space high to be able to see the curvature of the world. But there's supposed to be um like ever so many miles there's supposed to be a drop off. You know, a, a bit of curvature. And they say that the well, they have to do some with the sea level and stuff though, because of the Well they say that like because then you know the human eye can see really far. And they say that the reason, like, if you saw a flat bridge that was spanning a great distance, that the reason that it looks like it starts to curve off does has more to do with perspective and atmospheric interference than it does actual curvature. Right. And that, that too, would make a little bit of sense when you look at water. And this is another argument that they have here, uh, is that water always finds level. You know, you put water in a glass, right. it'll level at the top. Right. No matter the shape of the glass, the angle that it's sitting sure. at, that water will always sit level. So, if you have a ball and you put water on it, the water is just going to run off, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if we're spinning at the speed that we spin at, which I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, right. while rotating, how's water going to stick to the planet? Okay. So then you think about, uh, let's say Antarctica is surrounded, right? So they're right, surrounded, mm -hmm. and it keeps water in. Right. So what's, now they argue that there's land beyond Antarctica. Right. So you're thinking of a cup, 
mm-hmm. Antarctica is, and it keeps the water. We're arguing water now, right? And it keeps it level, right? So what's beyond Antarctica, right? That mm-hmm. keeps water level around that. Well, they say that um, once you get outside of Antarctica to the lands beyond, there's no water. Well, it, they don't say that there's no water, but there are four corners, so it's not rounded. So there would be an end to the world. So it squares there. off is what they're arguing. That's what you know the theory is, and that's according to the you know ancient map right. that they reference as well. Is that there are the four corners, and it basically comes to an end. So that would be the firmament, and we're inside basically this dome, and the dome is actually what's holding everything itself in. Circle inside of a square. Yeah, or square inside of a circle. We we would be the square, and the dome would be circle. So then what's beyond the circle that has land that would have water requiring a level C plane, right? Mm -hmm. There'd have to be a... Their argument is the glass. Now, I'm just talking about the glass theory here. There'd have to be something around it to keep it level. If not, it would take opposite shape. Right. Now, looking at it at the... And this is just me trying to... Again, I feel really dumb. The, well, this is just me trying to, like, kind of, sure. I All guess, right, yeah. ex- explain the theory here. So we look at um, kind of the, the biblical biblical reference of the firmament. So basically, like with this book, this would be sure. Earth. Right. This is where, you know, the center is where we are. Right. All right, this is, and then Antarctica would be around this, and then you have the lands beyond. So the dome would be around all of this. Okay, all of it. Yeah. Past that point. Right. Okay, I got you. And so that's how that would work. And um, what's beyond the dome, we wouldn't know. We can't get past it. That's, That's the theory there. Gotcha. So it's weird. Clearly. It's, it's out there. But there are some things that do make sense with it, like with the water finding its level and things like that. It would make sense to be a flat surface because we use water as a level. Because you think when you go to put a shelf up and you use a level, no, you've got, got your it. air bubble inside but then, with the water. Right, so then all the oceans are exactly level with each other. They would say, they would say it would find its level. You know, there's different elevations and things that are going to change right, but to make it. And that's why you have running water because water is running. It's, it's moving to its a level. Giant circle with Antarctica. That's the cup. If you start throwing blocks and stuff in the cup, it's still going to find perfect level. Mm-hmm. No matter what's inside the cup, it's still going to be level. Right. There's not going to be creation of higher altitude than lower because of. Well, your land masses would be your altitude differences. The lamp. Yep. There. Yep. <laughs> I hate this. I hate every second of this. <laughs> this is this this makes me so angry. Uh and then you have uh Google Map and other maps. Uh they can be destroyed supposedly by a compass that costs about a dollar. <laughs> That's what they say. Gotcha. For a dollar. And this ought to is kind of like the the whole compass thing is kind of weird when they start getting into compasses and like I don't understand it that well, but when you get a Never compass, eat slimy worms. Well, your compass always points north, right? Magnetic, right? But if there's a magnetic south, 
why can't we get one that points south? Because. <laughs> it's just like. They, we don't want you to go south. That's why. Like, and I, I tried to pull these from, like, this is from the arguments that I pull from are from the flat earth right. org. So you can go look at these if you want to. Sure. Um, but like, that's, that's their argument. And there was no further explanation to it. Other than Google Map and other maps can be destroyed by a compass that costs a dollar. What compass? And like, I don't really know of a compass that costs a dollar. What what compass? I want to know what compass and why does it destroy it? What but, did yeah, the compass and, do? And that's the thing. Does it like, go south? There's no explanation as to why the compass destroys the map. It's a non-magnetic north compass, and it points north in every direction you go because we're flat. That's what? I don't know. <laughs> I want to know. I'm just starting to make stuff up now. But then they throw in the uh, the moon is seen in the daytime. Um, I mean, so, um, so I'm just going to, I'm going to read verbatim because trying to like read these and explain them as I go, it's because the wording is kind of, oh. no. but they say, the moon is seen in seen in the daytime side of the world, and at the same time, it is seen in the black of the world or nighttime of the world. Okay, at night, which is 180 degrees on the other side of the first point. So, basically, they're saying that you know, even though it's daytime here, I can go outside and I can see the moon. Yet, on the other side of the world, where it's supposed to be dark and it's supposed to be nighttime, they're also seeing the moon. Two moons. So, if we are a sphere that's spinning and rotating. And how does one side see it? The other one right. How, how are we seeing it at the same time? I get it. You know, at night and day. And the distance also between the sun and moon at certain points of the day, like there seemed, you know, uh, that's one of the no, well, arguments uh, there. It's a good one. Definitely a good one. And then you have the daytime and nighttime air temperature differences. Um, are proved by, um, let's see, let's see, approved, which is much more in the southern hemis- uh, hemicircle than the northern hemicircle. The reason for this difference is that the sun travels much more in the southern hemisphere and is closer to the surface than the northern hemisphere. Okay. Now, I'm telling you, like some of these, some of the arguments that are thrown out are kind of like, I don't feel like there was a whole lot of research put into that. I need the best flat earther versus the best globe earther to right. go at it and let me listen. But like they're they're like I, I part of me wants to keep like reading through these, but another part of me is like, I mean, I just want to see it's a rebuttal session, not an argument session, rebuttal session. Right. Starts off with the moons, and then I want to know why, if you think that it's a globe. Why that is? Because right. when I hear that from a flatter, they're like, "Oh man, that kind of makes sense." Well, there, the thing there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of celebrities that believe in the flat Earth theory as well. I don't trust celebrities. I don't either. But there there are arguments that are made, and there are ancient references and things like that 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 definitely like it plays into the possibility. It doesn't fall outside mm-hmm. the realm no, of possibility, definitely. but there are some things that don't really make sense. When you look at, you know, your flights. The flight patterns, and you only go a certain direction. Right. But. Or can you? That's the thing. Like, 
people that flew around the world did that. Or sailed around the world. What if what's, uh, Amelia Earhart went across the little... And she disappeared. And she went into the other land and said, uh, I'm staying here. Right. And it's, it's one of the, like, if, Malaysia, if that were the case... The flight. Yeah. All these Gone. flights that disappear, did they get outside of their flight path? Did they not follow their flight plan? Did they go the wrong direction? Did they fly you know, outside of our little circle that we have from Antarctica that, you know, encompasses us. Did they, they, did they travel outside of that? And like the giver, um, have you seen that movie? I know of it. I don't think I've seen it. So in the giver, they basically live in like, it's basically like a dome. Mm -hmm. I've seen the Simpsons movie. Yeah. Well, it's kind (laughs) of like that. (laughs) But in the giver, they they live inside this area, inside this dome, and uh, it basically keeps out the knowledge of the world, and all the only knowledge that they have is basically what they've been given, right. and it's curated and everything, and that's why there's no color, and you know through the first like half of the movie, there's no color. Is this M Night Shyamalan? No, I don't think it's uh, Shyamalan, but. Uh, <laughs> At the end of the movie, and spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, it is a good movie. Like, even, you know, spoiling the ending, it, it's a good watch. But he breaks through the barrier and releases all of the knowledge back to everybody that lives here. And it's just, you know, it's kind of, it's almost like a dome that's created around him. Did he dig under it? Because that's what I No, he just at. broke through it. Okay. But, um... They were told that there's nothing beyond what they have. They told there's there's nothing beyond where we are. And when he breaks through, he sees that there is more. And there's actually people that are living out there beyond this point. Right, what's up, man? You know? Um, like, I didn't think to check the glass? <laughs> well, and it, was, it was one of those things where, the, where it was located. It was just, it wasn't right. found. And the... The thing that they had that was around them was basically like a cloaking thing, mm. so people couldn't see it, and Wakanda. it was just yeah, they, yeah, exactly. Like once the once it was broken and that sheath was you know taken away, everybody could see it wow. and where it was. So that's actually a really good reference there Maybe with the Wakanda. Wakanda is on the other side <laughs> of our. I'm gone, man. I'm gone. Well, but you look at movies like that. And, you know, it, it could be one of those things where it's the truth is in your face. Yeah, sure. You know, something, you know, like that. And it's kind of like with uh, the journey to the center of the earth and the hollow earth theory, mm-hmm. you know, Trippy. could be truth in your face right there. Like the stars. I wanted the flat earther to explain that out. And then the globe earther go, well, this is why that is. Right. Really That's. That's the biggest one for me that um, really kind of, I guess, throws me for a loop is scientists are in agreement for the most part that we're traveling at Mach 80 through space. You know, we're not just sitting still right here and rotating around the sun like every bit of us is moving, but the distance between the planets don't change. The rate of spin doesn't change our rotation doesn't change our constellations don't change okay. like nothing changes how do flat earthers explain seasons 
Don't know. Uh, that's that's where I would be like, how but, does the season change randomly if you're sit flat? Right. But even even with that, like with the rotation around the sun and the spinning of the Earth. So how does it spin if it's flat? Like, you right? Know what I'm saying like, no, I I get you. But it, it just I don't know. Like the whole thing, you can. To an extent, you can see one side, and to the extent, you can see the other side. Then wouldn't one side of the Earth be more warm than the other since it's closer to the sun? You, well, and that's what they're talking about with the whole hemicircle uh, thing and, you know, the changes in temperature from daytime to nighttime and all that. Then the center of, I guess, the flat portion of it should be colder. You would think. But if the center is the equator, it doesn't really change that much. That's, the center's on the equator on the globe. Not if it's flat. This piece, like, well, that that would depend on, you know, how the sun moves. We move around the sun. But if we don't, if we're flat and we're at a fixed point and the sun moves, because here's another thing: so it's going around, but not around. Well, here's here's the thing that um, with the whole with flat Earth thing as well is that the sun isn't actually, you know, a gas ball right it's more like a heat lamp that's up there it's it's not like the seasons and the heat portions of the world where you find heat and not heat that's where that that loses right no i I agree that's where i'm like the the stars is a good argument and then the moon's a good argument but then the heat and the seasons is where i would have to be like i don't know how you could argue this and convince me because we're flat and the sun goes this way, be it go this way, be it a heat lamp. Right. This is either the coldest or the warmest part of it. And we understand that the middle is the, the warmest. Right. And it, I don't know. It's it's strange because if, if you look at it from the perspective of like, let's say the center is the North Pole. We're using diagrams, by the way. We so are we're trying to make sense of this. You know, we're, we're trying to figure this out a little bit ourselves here. Because it's it's one of those things that it's a it's more of a discussionary yeah conspiracy theory. And I have not put any time into this. Right. It just but like let's say that the North Pole is the center point. That's the center of what we have. All right. We're around. Right. And so then, if the North Pole is the center, and then Antarctica is what encompasses us. And then, you know, all of the continents and everything are around the North Pole, looking at this on a flat, you know, plane here, and the sun travels this way, then what would what we would view as the equator on a globe would be, you know, the halfway point between that. And if that's where the sun, you know, rotates okay. around that point, then that would give us the, you know, the more even temperature around the equator. And that's and you look at um, Alaska, where they have long periods of darkness and long periods of light. Okay, wouldn't really make sense with this, because it would be a consistent right travel around. So we would have to be, you know, looking at it from the spherical standpoint, mm-hmm. where we're angled, and the rotation and the spin would give you longer periods of dark and light. So it's not technically fully flat, but angled flat. 
I don't know. Because then, then you, there's, uh, is there a hundred percent confirmation of the ice age? I don't know. I feel like there is. So let's argue that there is. So then, if it's flat, how did the ice age happen? Right. If the sun is always in a fixed spot, more or less. Right. If it's flat, how does Antarctica not melt quicker? It's melting, but quicker. Well, if you look at Antarctica, <clears throat> it melts and freezes yearly. Right. And the amount that it melts and freezes hasn't really changed that much. Hey, how are we killing the Earth with the ozone layer if it's... I don't That That, that jumps into a whole nother... Y'all people smarter than me. <laughs> but it, it, it's... I don't know. It's one of those things that I I could uh, there's some things that I could agree with, you know, the flat earth theory on when it comes to water finding level and, you know, the moving through space and the constellations and things like that. But there are other explanations that don't fit in my mind. Oh yeah, no, I'm not a genius, but some things just don't add up. And Anybody who has the science behind it and has the information that maybe we're lacking just from talking about it, sure, shoot us an email. Yeah, I'm sure they're way smarter. I would, I would like to know more. Was Hawking's a flat earther? I no, I don't think so. But I, I would definitely like, I would definitely like to know more. I would definitely like to have more information from both sides yeah. of the spectrum. Again, I would pay to watch those two to go back and forth. A, B, and C, this is what I think. This is how you rebuttal. This side, this is what I think. This is how I rebuttal. Right. Not, but you can't do that anymore because you can't even talk and have an argument. It's the, you want to fight and get right. mad. I, would I like, just want to know. I would like to see a civil, know, a civil, um, I guess, round discussion. Explain to me why the stars have changed. Explain to me why it's even sea low. Explain right. to me why seasons change and the sun doesn't heat the way you think it should. I would, I would really like to see civil discussion between, you know, of the science. The smartest behind two. both. Yeah. Champions. Yeah. Because if you put me out there, like, oh, what? Yeah. Like, I, there, I, couldn't, I couldn't have that argument. No, I don't know. I don't have enough information. I haven't done enough research. I don't, like, this is one of those things that it's, it's on my radar because it's interesting. but. I'm not heavily into it mm -hmm. because it doesn't really, you know, affect everyday life that no. much. So, but it is, it's definitely interesting. And I would like to, I would like to hear both sides in a civil discussion, a rebuttal discussion right. of, I think this, and this is why, well, this is why it, this works and that doesn't I want to say wrong. And I, I want to see the, the, the science behind it too. I don't want just a discussion. I want, you know, I want to see the science behind it. I got it. Elon, let me go to space the next time you go and then I can confirm or die because we don't make it past the threshold. Yeah. That's kind of a sketchy venture there. I do it. I, I mean, I'm down. Maybe. Technically we'd be up. Well, until you're not. <laughs> until I'm not. <laughs> then I'll know for sure. But the, it, 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 it's interesting. It's definitely strange, to say the least. Now, the other thing, too... Planets. Haven't we seen planets from a telescope and can confirm its shape? I guess it doesn't really matter, but... Yeah, I mean, I guess to an extent, but the, the thing Saturn is... Saturn has a ring. Yeah. 
a circular ring around it. Not right. Level with it around it. But have you actually looked at it through a telescope? Or yes, I have personally went. No. But see, that's the thing is like a lot of it. it we, we take a lot of information based off of what we're told. Yeah, for sure. And that, that comes through school, too, is we see these things. But all we're doing is seeing pictures. Yeah. That we're being told are a certain way. These dead givers. Like I haven't, I haven't seen it myself, so I can't say for sure. Sure. It's kind of like being on the moon. I can't yeah. say for sure that that's how it is. I haven't been there. Haven't I haven't been. seen it myself. It's on my bucket list. Right. Is it? No. Oh, that ain't happening ever. Um, you could still put it like, you know, maybe one day down there. Yeah, when I'm a hundred years old, and they finally what made a it. way to go out. Let me die up here. I'm not going to make it through the launch, but <laughs> I feel like my body would just. Yeah. The skeleton. Yeah. Oh, my God. The skin just rip off and be yeah. plastered to the back of the. This is amazing. <laughs> but that would be a heck of a way to go out. <laughs> it's flat. It's around. You'd never be able to tell anybody. You'd be dead. No, dead. I wouldn't. I wouldn't make it through the launch at 100 years old. I don't know if I'd make it through the launch now. I would jump out with a note attached to me. <laughs> you got just a big old sign. You got two signs made up, ready to go. Yeah. Fell from I fell from space just to tell you all. It's <sighs> and that part burned off. I know. <laughs> Sound of up What is it? What is it? But yeah, like I don't know. It's it's fun to think about. It's frustrating, but sure, it is. Because and, and the thing that I think makes it so difficult to really kind of get to the bottom of unless you are invested in that, you know, realm of science yeah. full time is because most of the information that we have is just what we've been told. What we've been given. Yeah. You know, it's like with the floor, you know, I can tell you that the floor is level because I put a level on it and I can see that it's level. Level. It's unlevel. There you go. But it, it's one of those things that, like, especially like with pictures from space, you know, Joe Blow's not going up there and taking pictures from space and putting them on his, you know, Instagram. We're just getting, you know, we're getting curated photos from NASA. Sure. And NASA has even said that a lot of the pictures that they take, especially from deep space, they mess with the coloring of and everything to get it to right. bring certain things out. So. You know, what's to say that photos that we are being given aren't, you know, doctored in some way, shape, or form? Because NASA is a government program. Well, don't let Disney do it, because we'll know that they'll shop in there. Oh, yeah. That'd be is, a, that a, is that a penis? Yeah. Why? Nope. Why? Why is that? I don't understand. Why? I thought Pluto was a planet. <laughs> why is he up there? But, oh, that was something oh, okay. that's interesting, too, that um, with the whole Pluto thing. Is uh, Pluto the dog came about um, so before or after Pluto the planet? But it looks like Pluto's on Pluto, like the the outline of it. Yeah, we're getting way off topic. Yeah. Um, sure, buddy. Sure. <laughs> but it it's I don't know. It's interesting. It's a weird. It's a weird topic. Um, it's it's out there, but at the same time, it's not because everything is kind of curated that yeah. we see and it would make sense 
that if there were lands beyond that had more resources and more available space for people that they might keep it, you know, kind of hidden, keep it on the back burner where nobody really knows about it to, you know, looking at it at at a uh, profit standpoint, keep resources limited, keep space availability limited, do all of these things for profit because the more scarce it is, the more expensive it is. And that's, that's with anything. So it wouldn't make sense in that aspect. And with some of the arguments, it does make you question a little bit. I wonder what they think over there, if there's people over there. I don't know. They might know about us. Man, life is great. <laughs> but it, it, I guess that's the overall, like the running conspiracy is the main conspiracy would be that it's the governments are hiding it from us for profit. For profit. Could see that. So that would be the main conspiracy. And that's not illogical. And to make you think you're crazy. Right. I mean, everything that uh, is outside the box thinking is conspiracy. Hey, when do you want controlled chaos when you think you're crazy? Mm -hmm. And then you can control your thought process. Right. So it's chaos magic. Try not to be crazy. Mm, That's easier said than done. (laughs) But. That's going to do it for this week, guys, and we will catch you all again next week. Again, we can't thank you all enough for listening to us ramble. Yeah. Uh, sometimes incoherently. Incoherently is my <laughs> MO. But we do what we can, and we'll catch you all again next week. <laughs>